Good day, good day, it's time to rise and walk. Good day, good day, it's time to rise and walk. It's time to get up, get out of the house. It's time to get up, you lazy mouse. Good day, good day, good day. Let's go out for a goddamn walk. COVID-19 got you down because its wide-ranging symptoms seem to span from not knowing you have it to actual death. Muscles atrophying, heart rate dangerously low, hours of TV dangerously high. Alone has the solution. Go out for a walk. Put your feet where your mouth should never be, under you and on the ground, rather than at a bent angle or crossed while you sit on a comfy couch with a soft scatter cushion held in your lap and watching programs that could never explain your world today. Going for a walk, it clears your mind, oxygenates your blood, and gets you from over here to over there. Going for a walk, it's one of the only things that is not an illusion and yet is totally free. Going for a walk, brought to you by the science professionals of every country everywhere and scientifically proven to lower blood pressure, cholesterol, rage, suicidal thoughts, stress, and extrasensory perception, and extrasensory perception of stress, not to mention raises cognitive function and total understanding of what it all is and or means and or all about. But this walk specifically brought to you by Alone Incorporated. Alone Incorporated, the thing inside you at the moment when your frown literally turns upside down. Walking, both homeopathic and allopathic but almost never psychopathic unless it's in the dark or you're following someone and especially if it's both. Walking. In this fragment, we will learn how to take a walk, and then you will have to be responsible enough to take that walk all on your own, with no one, nor nothing. The alone crutch kicked out from under you like dynamite collapsing a mine. You, out in the real world with your real body and listening to the real sounds of the earth. To start, and though everyone knows, it still bears repeating again and again, we need to stay home to flatten the curve of infection. Because of the hugely renowned coronavirus and its newer and younger and more celebrated celebrity sibling, Now with extra quicker spread, COVID-19, which everyone is familiar with by now, because it kills not just humans, but also other news stories, killing up to fully 98% of all other news reports about anything and everything else at all, not to mention annihilating the global economy in weeks. And the anthropic pall descends, thick and churning. It just means you need to use your brain, which is causally linked to your mind, which is causally linked to your body, which is causally linked, it turns out, to every other body in the world. And so let's begin with some basic information. Information on like facts is totally subjective and neither necessarily true nor false. It just is what people tell you and what you tell people, especially when you're really sure and usually really wrong. And today, you are those people. And we are the humans with said information. First, about social norms. The delicate social dance 
that is almost entirely what makes one do what one wants to do when one wants to do it. Simple human presence alone shapes human behavior, pressing in, social pressure pressing on. A father on a bench, grazing his slightly less than new, yet slightly more than old, white shoe in the sand, and glancing up and down at his child in childhood play with other children a few steps away. A lady, a real Karen from accounting type, glancing over her glasses with the pearl-beaded lanyard-type chain and pursing her lips. A museum guard, arms clasped behind their back, walking around the hushed sacred art space, head on a swivel. A smartly dressed gentleman sitting, legs tightly crossed, folding his morning New York Times down with a flick of the wrist and a motion of his index finger, just enough to peer over the top with disdain. Even a couple walking down a neighborhood street, hands held, hearts aloft, passing a young man out for an evening stroll who will not now obviously toss the gum wrapper. Silent decorum ordained. Hushed judgment and sensed shame settled. Pressure to conform, deform, and reform. However, our axiomatic principles of kindness and consideration, the golden rule, etc., have not changed or warped simply because of the world today. They just mean something slightly different now. In our present case of going for a walk, one should avoid crowded parks and public areas. One should let someone else pass over a narrow pathway before attempting to pass and always cross the road or walk around a parked car to avoid coming within six feet, even just turning one's face away from others, even as you pass at a safe distance, and always bring a few gloves with you in case you need to touch anything, and a mask in case it gets unexpectedly crowded. Okay, but are walks even allowed? That is a big, fat, spit-shined yes, but with a whole bunch of dependent clauses and parenthetical subordinating junctions and bracketed asides. But yes, all the same. One must still get out into the world and get that world rubbed upon them and them upon it. Even if that world has had an anthropic pall drawn down upon it, and to exit one's home is to wade through an infected biome. For even though a walk is a personal experience, it is still inherently a public act in a public space. And precautions must be taken any time one enters a public space. But especially now, with this anthropic ball we have ourselves drawn down upon, are very frail and fragile and, unfortunately, respirating selves. So walks. On one, washed and sanitizing, gloved up hand, everyone is being told to stay home as much as possible. But on the other, washed and sanitizing, gloved up hand, everyone is being told that it's important to keep exercising for health of body and brain. But because of the times, 
One must treat going outside as a risk every time one exits out of their own interior, more so than usual. If one human is outside and walking alone, turning circles around deserted blocks, even singing, singing in the rain out of tune, possibly to themselves that human is not exposed to other humans and is thus relatively safe. There is still the odd virus hanging around corners and posts and handles, waiting to be lifted off the surface of, say, a brick wall by a wayward hand and riding up the vast arc up to a face and rubbed into a mouth and make its way into a lung wherein it can do the only thing it wants to do latch onto a cell with its gross little spiky proteins and multiply which sounds much less like a quantifiable matter and much more like some concept produced to make one reflect upon their own consciousness and humanity and lifespan and exact location in the cycle of life. But on a walk, while avoiding others, the only risk of contamination would come through the aforementioned touching of objects that other humans have touched with their filthy infected hands, face touchers, nose wipers, beard scratchers, lip pullers, teeth pickers, humans infected from touching humans, from touching self. Thus, one must avoid touching, and especially licking. Seriously, do not lick anything outside of your home. Public-facing gates, and street lights, and signposts, and waist-high walls, and dragging one's hand over a fence in order to get that insanely satisfying staccato thug-thugging sound that comes from one's hand thumping every metal rib along a fence run. But what about gloves? Yes, thrumming a fence with gloves on is still possible and satisfying. Or say, when imitating singing in the rain and curling around a streetlight post. All reasons for gloves, but while those gloves are worn, one should always avoid contact with their body and clothes, and then it, the glove, should be peeled off immediately and disposed of, almost like a sheath of skin that you dispose of after it gets really gross skin. And so while out, how does one greet other humans upon the street? Our axiomatic principles of kindness and consideration, the golden rule, etc., again haven't changed or warped, so you could and should acknowledge other humans. The smallest and yes, most needed connections today. First, and let's go ahead and practice this gesture. Extend either arm out in front of you and offer a flat palm. You're going to want to have a relaxed elbow in hand with your arm and fingers softly bent. Casual. Cool. Like you don't care too much. Then raise your other arm in a similar fashion and encircle your two arms together, interlocking your fingers. 
out in front of you in a hug motion. This will show your want slash need for a hug, and yet your understanding slash acceptance that you cannot have that hug or any human contact. Then release your hands and open them into a circle sun rising and or setting and or praise and or acceptance of praise from above over your head and slightly nod that radiant head you have up and down. And this is arguably the most important part. Raise your eyebrows and deploy an easy smile. You are cool and calm and flexible and loose and totally safe and desperately in need of human contact. And they will recognize the same in themselves, for we are all the same. We are all the same. And whatever else is happening on the inside, as in a lot of turning thoughts and conflicting feelings about understanding nothing completely, especially yourself, and at best, half-connected logic and mostly misunderstood deductions and anticipations and faulty logic built on even more faulty information in a near-toppling tower of self on the outside. The outside that other humans passing on the street observe. You should exude confidence and understanding like everything is always fine. You are fine. They are fine. We are always fine. So now, fine as you are, let's discuss gear. The stuff that you get when you want to do what you want to do to prove to yourself you want to do it. Gear. In this climate, the two most important things to remember are masks and gloves. And not touching your face. Though that is less an item and more concept, but thing nonetheless. Those are the three most important things to remember. So glove up especially if you plan on picking up garbage you see on the ground, which we encourage as long as it's done safely. Don't put any of it in your mouth or pockets, and don't touch your face with that gloved hand after you have touched anything whatever. And mask up. Though this is not necessary if you keep the kind of social distancing that some of our social distancing heroes kept. Heroes including J.D. Salinger, and Thomas Pynchon, and The Grinch at the beginning of the book, and Howard Hughes, and Edith Big, and Edith Little Beale, and Richard Simmons after 2016, definitely not before, and not even the last few days, because he seems to have come back to possibly save us all, or our asses anyway, in a fat and unhealthy versus muscular and fit kind of way. An antibacterial everything you can, all the time. Seriously. And as always, make sure to get your sunscreen on any burn-prone and exposed skin. And, if you need it, 
Get your good old zinc oxide on that big nose out there, and your visor and or hat of any and every variety. Because it turns out, the sun is only your friend in songs, and poems, and nursery rhymes, but in real life it kills you all the time and constantly. And lace up your sneakiest sneakers over your fluffiest socks for your blister-prone feet, using some sort of baby powder, if need be. This will help both the feel and the smell, and make sure you can be in an uncrowded area. Otherwise, do not go outside at all. And thank you for preparing yourself to enter the world without us today. It is a truly terrifying place anyway, but now is even terrifyinger. And without us as your lead, it must be unbearable and unbearabler. What with the anthropic pall that we have designed down upon our own heads and throats and lungs and cells, our pathogen-prone persons spreading the pall thick and wide like a blanket of fog over our heads and through our lungs, and lung to lung, we, our own worst enemy. But you can do it, and so can we. And so can you and them and they and us. And now get ready to exit your home on your own and understand that we have, through weakening wetware and newly developed and still being tested software and petabyte loaded and crunched and encrypted and decrypted and actually paper punch card loaded hardware, we have encoded sanitized hugs and sterilized kisses into the remainder of the sounds here two four produced. We encode your life with even more of our life. And when this fragment ends, walk out your door and listen to the sounds of the street, the chirping birds and the passing cars, and the playing children, and the muffled arguing couple inside, and turn a direction and walk that direction, then repeat and repeat and repeat, and repeat, and repeat.